Hey everybody, you are listening to the FYI podcast where we talk about faith, life, adulting, relationships, finances, oh my gosh, and so much more. I'm one of your hosts, Micah Keneally. I'm Josiah Keneally, and we're back, y'all. Another exciting episode dropped on Friday morning early to help you end your week strong and start your week off on the, your weekend off on the right foot too. Thank you for subscribing and sharing this. It really helps us reach more listeners with the message of Jesus. Yeah. FYI and the verse of the day, we'd love to start this with Hebrews 11 or Hebrews 13, six, which is really the, the writer of Hebrews is quoting from Psalm 118 verses Mm -hmm. six and seven. And he says, so we say with confidence I say this with confidence that the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Mm. And good. I, I love the idea that we're both self-confident and spiritually confident. Like we know that on our own, we don't measure up. We're not enough. We're, you know, all of those things, but we know who we are in Christ because of what he's done for us. Mm -hmm. He's communicated his belief in us and our value to him, which is the banner over our life. And so we say with confidence Mm. that he's with us. He's for you listening today. Yeah. And the question that we actually are going to unpack today is a fun one because the question is how you can walk confidently in singleness in any form of leadership. How can you walk confidently in singleness in any form of leadership? That is a phenomenal question because I just want to encourage all of you. Yes, I do love this one because every single one of you listening, you guys are leaders. You're leading something. You are leading your dorm room. You are leading your your life on certain elements. You're leading in a church. You're leading on a college campus. You're leading on a maybe a baseball team or a football team or a basketball or a track. Or you are a leader no matter where you're at and how you're planted. But it's a willingness of being a leader. And a leader means that you have followers. And not just, I'm not talking social media. I'm not talking how many likes you have. I'm talking about people who are truly around you, who are helping spur on a dream or stir um, spur on a vision and just coming alongside you. And you're just a, a fun teammate in this game of life that we get to live, right? And how do you walk confidently in that though, in, in any season, in any form of leadership? Because we, uh, Really kind of want to unpack the word leadership, I think, is one thing. Leadership means that you have people following you. If you turn around, are people truly following you? And I think when we look at the word, which is now, I think, the hot one, I think for millennials, it was leadership, leadership, leadership. And it was just like inundated in everything. Leadership University, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we're all leaders. We're all leaders. Yes, we're all form of leaders in some capacity. But now the new hot word, I think, is influencer, influencer, influencer. Like- in Gen Z. Yeah. They're just like overnight. They're like a sensation. Like they're an influencer. Okay. Just because they wear a pair of socks and they become a spokesperson for a pair of socks. Does that mean that they are the next world influencer? I don't know you guys. So just being mindful, we have the ability to influence those around us yeah. for good or bad for the decisions that we make. But a leader I think there's a little more sustenance and a little more grit in the game when we talk about that. So I love what Gordon Anderson, he was the president while I went to North Central University. And he used to say this almost every chapel. He would say, you are the CEO of your own dorm room. Yeah. If you think that you are leading no one else and nothing else, mm-hmm. you are the CEO of your life. It's good. And you might be renting. Guess what? Some very profitable businesses rent. Mm-hmm. You might be leasing 
great. Some businesses lease vehicles, etc. And you might feel like, no, I'm in an owner position. I'm, mm. I'm the CEO. Okay, great. Then you're leading. But I, I love that you lean into this as an opportunity because one of the ploys of the enemy who mm-hmm. comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he does mm-hmm. it through the his native language of lies, mm-hmm. is he whispers the lie that you're not good enough, mm-hmm. that you will never measure mm-hmm. up, that something is wrong with you. And it is like, there's pride, which is the danger zone for every leader, right. but there is also self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. I wonder if self-doubt and a lack of healthy confidence, because I think I would almost put them on a scale, babe, like mm, okay, tell me. self-doubt being on the detrimental side, mm-hmm. it will take you out if you right. doubt yourself. Right. And on the other end, you will fall if you're prideful. Yeah. Proverbs is very clear yeah. that pride comes before fall. But I think yeah. there's this healthy in between where I'm confident mm-hmm. because of the Holy Spirit that the same spirit that rose mm-hmm. Christ from the grave lives in me. So I don't have to fear about what right. I look like or what I wear or what kind of car I'm driving. Like I'm here on right. mission and I'm confident because I'm sent by God. Right. So I really think that this, we want to hone in on confidence, yep. self-confidence in leadership. Yeah. But then here's the key is while we're single. Mm, yes. And I know that you love this topic, Micah. Yes, I do. I do love this topic. And I just want to like, just lean in even to the understanding of confidence and confidence, meaning you're not erring on either side that Josiah just unpacked. Like you're not so fearful of doubt. You're, you're not so full of doubt that you can't make a decision. And then you're not so arrogant and puffed up that you can't even get through the door because your head is so big. You're right. just narcissistic, you know? Right. Totally. So like the confidence is where you want to land is right in the land of in between. Right. And mm-hmm. I think when you understand two components, wow. number one is when you understand who you are in Christ, you are a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Like when you understand that you are a new creation and you know, and listen to the second word, you know, and understand Mm. because you can have all the head knowledge like you can know like oh yeah i know i'm a christian i'm a christian i call myself a christian but do you understand and believe in christ to the depths of your soul like are you making that 18 inch from your brain to your heart are those 18 inches connecting and are they firing on all cylinders so there's a confidence that comes with that because Back to that verse, I think of the lyrics in the song, and I think it actually is a play. I don't know if it's on this verse or another one. Like, you can take my body, but you can't steal my soul. Right. Like, what can a mortal do to me? Yes. So I think just even recognizing, like, when we have confidence in Christ, that Joyce Meyer just unpacked this in one of her one of her sermons I was listening to. And it just inspired me because it helped me realize like, we don't have to fear death because we're never going to die if we're Christ followers. We are merely going to just disappear on this form of earth and just appear in the heavenly realms of eternity. Like yeah. we're never going to die. Yeah. Even that fear of who Christ is and what he did. And when we understand that there's nothing that can separate us and that his definition of who we are, then in turn is whose we are. That's the second part. When you know and understand whose you are, there's a confidence and authority and a mandate that is placed on you, your name, your DNA, and your future like none other. 
And when I say this, when I go back to that first point, the old is gone, the new is come, meaning like mm-hmm. I'm dead to Micah, my, my flesh, it needs to die. And the spirit of God is going to rise up within me. Like even water baptism, if you believe in water baptism, or if you've been water baptized, that is an outward expression of an inward transformation. Why do we do exactly. it? It's a symbol of like, you're going underwater, letting that old person go. When you come up, you are dipped in water. You are refreshed. You're rejuvenated. Your soul, um, is a a declaring that I am a believer and I'm living for the Lord on this earth to impact heaven. So when there's that authority placed on your life and when you understand whose you are and you believe in scripture, because when you say yes to Jesus, you're saying that you believe in the word of God. And when that word of God comes alive through the pages of the book, old and new Testament, you will understand that the authority that he's given for you to walk into and out in your daily life is that you are a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You are a daughter of a king. You're a son of a king. You're an heir to the heavenly realms. Like you are offered keys to elements of heaven that are designed for your hands to receive and do something about. And when you understand that, when you know who you are and whose you are, you cannot deny the fact that Jesus is living within you. You cannot deny the fact that confidence is going to rise. And when you read the word of God, you will understand the will of God in that process. So there's a confidence in the authority of how you walk out your life. The authority is the word of God, which we're living in, under, through, and we're trying to actively live out in our daily walk, right? And when we say yes to that, and we're dying to ourself of like, oh, but Micah, my part of me really wants to do this, but the Bible says this, and I'm going to honor God above myself. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like there's this tension that we're always going to have to manage because that's the form of like how the enemy creeps in with the doubt and pride. So when we find that confidence in those two components, you will become a better leader, a more sufficient leader, a stronger leader in the sense of where you get your strength is not from you, it's Mm. from God. And it's a supernatural sense of this approach of how you lead, how you treat people, how you love people, how you do everything and why you do it. So Josiah, that's what I would say. What do you have? You're smiling. You're excited over here. I love it when you break that down of you were talking about Mm. what I heard you say is who you are. Yeah. You need to know two things, who you are and whose you are. Mm -hmm. But I am dead to sin. I'm alive in Christ. Yeah. I am a child of God. And I think that where this comes from me, one of the most game-changing disciplines and practices that I've ever had in my life is memorizing scripture, letting it write God's word on my heart, meditating on it day and night. So here's two verses that I really hope that you memorize. Okay, let's hear it. First Peter 2, 9. And uh, this is where, Micah, you were actually quoting it, but you are a chosen people, a royal Mm -hmm. priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who's called you out of darkness into marvelous light. It goes on to verse 10 to say, once you were not a people, but now you're a people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you've received mercy. Like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I think the other one, and you also said this one, but you need to memorize uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Any person in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And I think memorizing what God says about you, it's like, there's some mentors, there's been some key people in my life and I can hear their voice. As I'm running this race called life, it feels Mm -hmm. like a marathon. Sometimes you hit a wall around that mile, 16, 18, 19, 26.2. 
And I can hear this great cloud of witnesses cheering me on saying, you know what? You got this. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. You're a child of God. Keep going. And, And it's like that. Songs help us memorize. Worship songs are great. It's it's like that's yeah. why worship is a weapon because it helps you fight spiritual warfare yeah. in your mind. We overcome by the blood of the land, the word of our testimony. And here's where I want to get to is you might be single and feel like, man, I'm working in a field where everyone's married. I know I felt that mm-hmm. at 22, 23, 24, 25, working at a church where all the other paid pastors on staff at the church I was on staff at, they were all married. I was the only employed single staff member. Mm-hmm. And yet I could, I could feel insecure about it or realize there's nothing wrong with me. Right. I know who I am. I know whose I am. And then you might feel like in your network, all of your friend groups, you're all, all your friends got married or all your friends moved away. Or they're all dating and you're desiring dating, right? Exactly. No, that's exactly. That's a valid experience. And I think that it might be, you might be in school, seminary, grad Mm -hmm. school, going back to school, doing online hybrid, asynchronous, whatever it is, but Mm -hmm. you might be furthering your education and feel like, man, that's a great time to do it is while you're single. One of the things that I made sure I finished before we got married Mm -hmm. was my grad school degree. Yep. In fact, Micah asked me this question. You asked, you're like, hey, what's something that you want to do while you're still single so you don't resent me after we get married? Yep. And I was like, look, I've got like a semester left. <laughs> if I can get my capstone project, this research, mm-hmm. publish this book. And it might be, um, I think the person that asked this question, you're uh, interning or uh, kind of a missionary in training, like studying to be a mm-hmm. pastor. And Church ministry and leadership is one of those things that it's come a long way, but we have a long ways to go in Mm -hmm. championing singleness. And I just want to say this, our confidence isn't in ourselves, it's in God. Mm -hmm. So believe in yourself. I really want to see you as the listener, lift your head, allow God to lift your spirit today. God believes enough in you that he sent his son to die for you. Is that enough? Mm Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that enough or do you need something more? It's good. Because until that is enough, nothing else is going to satisfy. That's right. No relationship status change, no amount of social media dopamine from all the likes that come from a relationship mm-hmm. status change announcement, life update. Hello, where we get our affirmation mm-hmm. is so, so vital. And you need to know that God loves you, that he sees you, that you're on heaven's radar, that yeah. you're chosen. And- um, we are thrilled that you're single in 2023. Like mm-hmm. be confident in it. Yeah. And to look at like, I just want to encourage a listener. Singleness is not a disease. Okay. Preach. We have all, every single person since the beginning of time was born into the world. What? Single. Nobody Amazing. was born into this world married at birth. Nobody. Even if you had pre-marriage like arrangements, arrangements. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were still single until you you're single until you get married. Exactly. Period. Exactly. So I just want to encourage you if you are single and you're trying to develop your strategy, your philosophy, your grasp on leadership in whatever workplace, ministry, non-ministry, marketplace, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So good. Understand who you are as a person, as a leader, and an individual, and start leading yourself well. Because leadership is not only about leading others. Leadership begins with you being able to lead you. If you tell me that you're a teacher and you're going to school and you can't even get to your own classes and you intend on being a teacher someday, 
I'm not going to want to be your student, okay? You tell me that you want to be a a man and you want to have a wife and you want to have a house and you want to have all these things. And there's this unwillingness for you to even get out of mom and dad's basement and you don't know how to lead yourself and do your own laundry. Figure something out, boys. Become men, right? And women, they're no different. So ladies, if there's anything in your life where you need to grow in your personal walk with not only Lord, but your personal leadership style and development as an individual of how you are leading or not leading yourself well, it goes back to the disciplines of letting your yes be yes and your no be no. And I don't know if that was last week or that's going to be next week, but either way, learning how to discipline yourself and the leadership Oh, it's just going to set you up for success because what you do and how you prioritize your relationship with God and your identity of uh, how to learn how to identify yourself in the kingdom of God with who I am and whose I am. When those identities and that those brain and ideas and Bible verses and words and understanding all start connecting and firing, you will begin to understand like, wow, like I am a leader. I'm in a position that God has given me. It's okay if I'm single. It's okay if I'm married. And just knowing that, yes, they're both a gift from God, even though you may want the other one. And I just want to encourage you, develop your stride, develop your voice, develop and understand your calling when it comes to that right now. Because when you do get married or you do get in a relationship, the last thing you want to let go first is your relationship with Jesus. It's good. So... So if there's anything that you would change, say hypothetically the magic wand question and you're you're married tomorrow, what would you change? Mm. If there's something that you would change, do it today. Start don't today. don't mm. wait for marriage to hypothetically solve your problems. It's not going to solve your problems. Right. You're actually going to inherit some problems too. And amplify your own. <laughs> exactly. They'll become very evident to your spouse and therefore they will hold up a mirror and as they should show them to you, reveal it in kindness, speaking the truth in love. But if there's something that you'd change and maybe it's a pornography addiction, maybe it's, you know what, I'd change how I do my budgeting Hmm, and my finances. Maybe it's, you've got to clean some things up um, or you would spend your time differently or you would start working at whatever it is. Kind of like Pastor Rob Ketterling says, change before you have to. That's good. That's so good. And one of the greatest changes is when it's not earthly human effort, but it's actually sanctification through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. God changes how we think. He can change Mm -hmm. how we act, how we behave, even addictions. They can be strongholds that are broken as chains that Jesus is the chain breaker. And if you want to invite that process of salvation and sanctification in your life, those are great next steps of faith. And hit us up at fyi-podcast.com. There's some resources, whether you're deciding to follow Jesus, want to find a church Mm -hmm. or a campus ministry, we're here to help you in the journey as your friends, maybe a pastor, a life coach, cheerleader in your life. Until next time, you are listening to the FYI Podcast.